Fish Farm Company gets a hostile reception in Burgio. I'm Glenn Wheeler, and this is Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about Mi'kmaq people, politics, land, and water. This is episode 228, made possible with listener support. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Mi'kmaq Matters. So what the proposal is, is that they could hold a maximum amount of fish of 1 million fish per site. Per site. Well, 3 million fish right there. That's what the proposal would be for. That's, that's a lot of fish. Voices from a public meeting last week in Burgio. Maui Canada East was in town to unveil plans for six sites on the south coast east of Burgio, each site containing as many as 1 million farm salmon. You may remember the name Maui from a massive die-off of salmon in 2019. The pictures of all that orange sludge being pumped out of the water and soiling the coastline. Around the world, sea-based aquaculture is under attack because of the environmental problems it causes. But the government of Newfoundland and Labrador has thrown open its arms to aquaculture. Earlier this year, the Fury government announced that the Norwegian company Grieg is being given rights to place fish farms on one stretch of the south coast. Now Maui is looking for a piece of the south coast also. But judging by the meeting last week in Burgio, they may not get a friendly reception from residents. Most of those in the audience of 45 who spoke expressed opposition. Only the mayor, Bill Bowles, offered support. Greg Jaynes, former chief of the Burgio First Nation, was in attendance. We'll hear from him later. But first, Stephen Hiscock, program director for the Burgio Broadcasting System, who covered the meeting for BBS. Okay, Stephen, uh, great to have you on the program. And uh, you were uh, this week, we are talking on uh, Friday, August the 19th, and on Wednesday the 17th, you were at a meeting in Burgio with Maui Canada East and some residents. And uh, I gather the meeting was pretty emotional. Tell us about the the mood of that meeting. The mood was not good. Uh, the people that showed up, I think they had a mission. They had a mission to just tell them that they just didn't want them there. Hmm. Plain and simple. Now, there were 45 people. Um now you, you now out of that forty five people you might have had ten that was actually vocal, right? So you I mean there's only a percentage of them, but now the other ones was kind of go along with them too as well, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, would you like a little bit of backstory on this first? Uh, well, what so do, give you what little... do, yeah? Why don't you tell us uh, what uh, concerns people were raising? Those people who were vocal, yeah. Uh, yes. What what was on their mind that they were trying to uh, get across at this meeting? So I got to go back a little tiny bit, um, back in probably September. You know, you got Greg on too as well. So me and Greg were, were both on the town council. So um, we were informed that the government was going to be putting out tenders for areas in our coastline for 
fish firms. And council had no and no decision whatsoever. We were just informed on this. So then there was a company called uh, Green Island uh, Firms. They were very uh, commutative with the town council. They were telling us about all the benefits and this and that. And they were mainly land-based. So when we were land-based, we were, okay, this, mm. this is going to be good. So um, then when it come down to the tenders actually being being brought out and people apply for it, the companies apply for it, uh, the council uh, was in agreement to write a letter of recommendation for this one company. So uh, that was, I'd say, last year, probably June or July that the council was formed at. So I got off council in September, but before that, uh, we were notified that they were in the process and blah, blah, blah. So fast forward to April, we had uh, Greg Sea Farms. This is April 2022 this year. Yep, mm -hmm. it was. And this was a total surprise. The council did not know what the announcement was. I did not know what the announcement was. No one in the community knew what this announcement was. Andrew Parsons put out, well, our MHA, Andrew Parsons, put out a statement saying that he would be down with the fisheries minister, uh, Mr. Bragg, and um, they had a announcement for Virgil. Didn't really, uh, an audience was on agriculture. So then they showed up, people came there, and you know, People didn't know what they were walking into. And so in a way, they they announced that uh, this company, the province has awarded this company, Greg's, the area in which that the province was proposing be used for agriculture. So then you'll mean this talk. Then it was the aftermath of all this because that people were a little bit struck by it and to my mind council was not happy that the one that they reckon they that they wanted because it's land base green well, island. they ones. wanted green island mm -hmm. yes yes they wanted and green, they wanted island, green and... island land based and they ended up with greek uh, uh yep. sea based yep and then they said well you mean by the time stuff gets done it'll be eight, eight years or blah 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 so so then all of a sudden this one just comes out of nowhere. Maui, Canada. Yes. Maui, Canada. Just there's going to be a presentation. We didn't even know if it was, you know, I mean, if they were going to be working with the government or government told them to be there or what. So going into it, it was a little bit of mystery again, but they are seeking government approval. So they decided instead of getting approval first, they come to the community first to see what the community had to say about it. So. Right. And, uh, and I guess the other, the other thing uh, here is that, um, so not only uh, uh, did uh, people in Bergio end up with sea-based uh, aquaculture, which is the one that has all the environmental issues with it. Um, but um 
but also people in Bergio have that rendering plant uh, owned by uh, mm-hmm. by Barry Fisheries, yep. and Barry, yep. it gets the it gets the uh, the the smell when uh, the uh, the the dead salmon from the die-offs when the salmon die-offs are brought in and yep. um, turned into fish meal at that rendering plant, and if the wind is blowing in the wrong direction, people in uh, yes. Bergio sure smell it. So yes. that's not a very good calling card, I guess, for sea-based aquaculture. Uh, no, it's not, uh, especially where, as far as my knowledge, this mill plant is only mill plant in Newfoundland. So if it's going to be done anywhere, it's going to be done here. And since 2011, every contaminated salmon has been processed here in Virgil. Mm. I worked there the first, the first lot. I was in the quarantine zone. I was a worker there before I got at the BBS, and it was unreal. In terms and of I, the, the smell being inside? No, no, not the smell, but the the cleanup part of it. Like, they were strict beyond belief. Like, like I could not believe it. Like, they were going around with shot bags, sucking up the water in, in puddles. That's a that was. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? Uh, uh, so, sorry, explain explain that to me again. They were um... <laughs> so like I mean uh, then on the wharf they used to what they used to do is they used to bring bring the bring the salmon on boats. So then they used to pump the pump it into fish tubs and then a forklift would transfer the fish tubs up to like the to, to like the uh, cooker. Mm-hmm. And in process, the water that was in with the salmon, that also had to be purged as well. I see. So because of the because he they tried to treat the fish, and the fish uh, kind of done crazy things to them. Like I've seen mutations; it's not even fit. I've I've seen salmon that the tip of their top of their beak is down their throat. Mm-hmm. Fins not supposed to be where they're supposed to be, um, and like yeah, so so most of the cleanup, like I mean, after the forklifts was going back and forth, someone would actually go out in the parking lot where the forklift used to pass by, and if there was a puddle in the road with water, they would suck that water out with a shot mm, back. I see. So fast forward to. Um to Wednesday of this week, we have uh, 45, 45 people uh, approximately at this uh, meeting at the fire hall. And why do you think there were not more people uh, present at this meeting? Uh, because Burjo is a town of what, uh, 1,400, 1,600 people and only 1,200. So yeah, 45 yeah. out of 1,200 people show up. Why do you think more people weren't there? Because uh, one thing, it was at six o'clock in the evening. That's like summertime for most yes. people. Mm. It's summertime for for another. A lot of people spend a lot of time in cabins. You know, what I mean, Bridge Highway is littered with with cabins. There's people in there. People has gone away to work. It's just uh, trying to get everybody at once is very hard. It's very mm-hmm. hard nowadays, right? Yes, but no, but like these people that were there, I guess from because of the last one slipped past them, they wouldn't want to let the, this one slip past. Uh, it slipped past. Uh, what, what do you mean, uh, Grieg uh, getting the the first uh, uh, 
tender and them and Moe wants to be in on the action on the South Coast. Well, no, no, it's just that the consensus from most of the people that I've heard from uh, is that they don't want. Mm-hmm. This is something that they do not want. So you think that you if know, we, if you did a poll of the twelve hundred people in Burgio, most people will be against uh, the fish farms. Uh, I, 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 not sure on that because I've been surprised before. Mm. Uh, you, you know, the elections goes. You know, mean people's always saying, "No more liberals, no more liberals," and guess what? Liberals gets back in. Mm. So you cannot go by what you think you hear. Mm. And that's the only thing that I'm worried about, right? Yes. So we know that. Uh, so uh, at the meeting, uh, most people who spoke were opposed. No. Uh, no. The mayor uh, spoke no. in favor of fish farms because uh, yes. he said we need the jobs, and yes. um, and uh, he thinks it's a good thing. But I think he was the only, uh, as far as I could tell, he was the only uh, from the recording. He was the only person who was in favor, who expressed his support at the meeting. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, our mayor is very passionate about the community. Uh, and the only thing is, uh, through years, uh, our, our community has declined. Major. I mean, we had about 4,000 people here in the 90s. Now we're down 1,200. That's a major decrease. Mm. And uh, so it's just like the communities is mostly seniors now, and it's very, you know, what I mean, it's it's an old town. I say, well, I like to, <laughs> I say, well, I like to uh, express how this town is. Uh, a lot of, se- a lot of seniors, a lot of seniors. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And without some kind of industry in this community that you know, what I mean, is not bringing no one young. We are getting a couple young. Younger couples, you mean they were originally from here and is and spend their time up in the mainland, and it's like no, it's time for us to go back to a peaceful place in which that Burjo is, and they're coming back here, but it's not enough. Um, you know, I mean taxes are going up every year, and people can't understand why, but you know, I mean the less people that's in your community, the more taxes people got to pay, mm. right? It just comes down to that, right? Yes. But you know, I mean, people are pretty passionate on the environment too, right? So, mm. so, so, like the real question is going to be: What do people really want? Do people really want these jobs? That's going to probably bring industry into our community, in which that is going to enhance our our grocery stores, our restaurants, and our gas bar, and whatever else. Or were we going to take the approach of not allowing us to come in and not pollute our waters as to what some people are believing? Mm. So like you said, right, you know what I mean? Uh, as right now, I'm in, I'm in the middle. That's all I can say at this point. <laughs> yes. And, and so. So you were there, uh, uh, at the meeting, uh, <laughs> reporting for BBS, and for people um, who don't know, BBS is the Burgio Broadcasting System, owned, I think, uh, by uh, by people in in Burgio, and you're the uh, and you're the staff member. Um, yes, it so- used to be. It used to be owned by by the people uh, in mid nineties. They got changed, so it's mm-hmm. probably owned now. It's probably but it's still a community channel. Yeah, it's a community, it's still a community, community channel. channel. Yeah. 
Yeah. And um, now will the meeting be, uh, the meeting was about, uh, I guess, just short of an hour and a half, a presentation by Moe yep. and uh, then a Q&A. Will that be available on BBS? Uh, I will be providing information on the presentation, but we were asked uh, by Maui to not show the Q&A. I see. So people will be able to hear their justification for sea-based aquaculture, but the questions mm-hmm. that were critical and opposed to the project will not be uh, be aired on BBS. And no. And and what is the reason for that? For only uh, airing the 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 Moe portion. Uh, what I can say right now is that um, the Q and A was not was kind of a toss up whether it was going to be filmed or not because I like to respect people and because especially with that kind of stuff that people don't like people will not speak up if the camera's on. That that's usually my initial thought. So out of respect, I always ask is we like turn off the camera off. And uh, Maui was was down for that, but then when they announced that that I was going to turn the camera off, the the crowd wanted it left on, and that was the first time that have ever happened to me, <laughs> and I was uh, surprised and and happy at the same time. But then uh, the crowd did not want the camera to be pointed at the speakers, so the, the camera is pointed uh, at the Maui employees, so you're just seeing them, and you're hearing what the crowd is saying behind. So they felt that it was kind of unfair to them that you know, I mean, they were on the camera and you're not seeing anyone else. So they asked that we not include that part. Right. Well, okay. Maybe people will have something to say about that, uh, but I guess we'll have to see what the response is about that. Um, yes. So. Uh, Stephen, what's uh, what's next then? Uh, Moe has come in and made its presentation, but they are um, and they uh, uh, they would want to build um, several cages there and have, uh, I think, according to the meeting, a million uh, a million uh, fish in these uh, pens uh, in this development. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But it's it's some way off, so uh, I suppose uh, this is a preliminary uh, step in this project, which uh, I guess may or may not happen, depending on what um, what people say and uh, and what environmental assessment says about it. Uh, yes, and they also got to go to Ramia, Franceway, and Great River yet. So actually, fact, where they're looking to put their pins is just very next door to, to Franceway. Hmm. So they would probably have more to say than what we would. You know what I mean? The only, the only reason why they had to come here is because they had to come here to get there. Hmm. Regardless of what, you got to come here to get there. Hmm. Unless you're flying down or you've got your own boat or whatever else. Hmm. So Virgil is going to be a hub. Yes. to get down to Franceway. So that's yeah. why they come here. Yes. Now, now I can um, say that, you know what I mean, as they were saying, they did not have any approval from the government yet. This is why they're here. They're here to see what interest there is. And so by the people that were there, I think it was pretty clear that they got the point that they're not wanted. Mm. 
But to be fair, it it will have to come to a vote, I would say. Mm. The town council will have have to come to a realization and say, hey, look, um, we're going to have to poll the public on this. That's what I think is going to have to happen. Right, Stephen. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Thanks for telling us about that meeting and Mm -hmm. uh, keep us posted. No problem. Thank you very much for having me on. Stephen Hiscock, Program Director for the Burgio Broadcasting System. We reached out to Maui Canada East about their request to BBS only to air the company presentation and not the Q&A. Spokesperson Ian Roberts provided a statement. He states in part, There are many ways community members can provide their input. And while some Virgil residents didn't give their consent to appear on camera during question period, all comments and questions are logged as public record. Part of a statement from Ian Roberts at Moe Canada East. Also in attendance last week was Bobby White, Halibut Councillor for Flat Bay Ward, which includes Burgio, and Greg James, former chief of Burgio First Nation. We spoke with Greg James. Okay, Greg, so you were at the meeting on Wednesday night. What were your thoughts uh, after the meeting? Hi, Glenn. Uh, it's good to speak with you again. Um, my thoughts uh, preceding the meeting was... Um, there was a lot of uh, uh, turmoil, or or it was a toxic atmosphere. Um, there was little for discussion. Uh, Maui uh, Maui East as um, gave a presentation, and people thought that uh, it was just basically uh, just giving uh, put down their throats uh, or, or force fed the information. Hmm. Um, it seemed that people there thought that uh, it didn't really matter uh, what the opinion and people uh, of people in Burgio was that if the government wanted it to happen, it would happen. So I guess there's a certain amount of um, of maybe cynicism about the uh, about this process. Absolutely, um, people thought that uh, it was just they were just being a tech in a box. Things will happen and proceed the way that uh, Maui uh, Maui East wants them to. And it seems that the people perceive that the government uh, is giving them the green light, even without their uh, their uh, feelings uh, being considered or, or how, how the people of uh, Berger or our people on the South Coast feel about these fish farms. Mm. Now, at the at the meeting, there were 45 people out of uh, population in Burgio of about 1,200. And of that 45, maybe six or seven uh, had something to say. So do you think the views expressed at the meeting reflect the entire view in Burgio? Or is there a silent majority out there who might be in favor of uh, fish farms and the jobs they would provide? Uh, no, not right now, Glenn, because absolutely not. I've been at this long enough now to have talked to enough people in Burgio. I have held a poll online, um, and the poll uh, said, do you support the expansion of uh, fish farms along the south coast? Uh, 98% said no. Um, you know, in my in my circles and the, and the people that I tried to talk to and try to uh, intervene with, and get their feelings uh, on these fish farms. That um, it's not it's not a good atmosphere. That people don't want to see these fish farms coming uh, on this uh, 
on this coast while we're trying to uh, better ourselves and trying to establish uh, uh, more more of a, a greener 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 environment anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that the, the people that did speak uh, spoke uh, spoke for the majority. Mm. Do you think there's a difference between uh, Mi'kmaq people in Bergio uh, and other people? Does it break down that way, or is it um, uh, does it work uh, like that? Well, as land and water protectors of Mi'kmaq people, uh, you know, uh, uh, I've heard rumblings uh, that uh, you know Indigenous people uh, want it their way or no way, and uh, I also heard non-Indigenous people that say that uh, they stand with us, and when it comes to denouncing the destruction of our environment. Mm. One of the people there uh, on Wednesday night was uh, was War Councillor Bobby White, the Halibu uh, War Councillor for Flat Bay, which includes Burgio, and uh, he spoke um, against the fish farms. Uh, but I guess we do not know what uh, position of any Halibu will take. And it was said at the meeting on Wednesday that uh, this. Uh, uh, week, this coming week, which would be the week of August 22nd, they will be meeting with Halibu. Has Halibu, uh, aside from uh, from Bobby White, had any contact with Bergio on the issue of fish farms? Um, uh, through my contact with uh, Chief Elaine Ingram, uh, there has been no contact with, uh, between the Bergio First Nation and Halibu First Nation. So, which leads me to question, uh, you know, uh, what kind of communications there are. Um, yes, Bobby White was in uh, in in the meeting, and uh, Bobby spoke very clearly that uh, these fish farms are very destructive and very harmful to the environment. And we're glad to have him on board as uh, as uh, our representative uh, with Alibu First Nation. Um, I have just finished completing writing the uh, uh, Chief Brendan Mitchell and, that, and pleading with him to uh, uh, meet with us and uh, be on board with us that uh, we don't see this destruction because this is no different than, uh, uh, let's say, like Charlie's Place, um, you know, uh, this is no different in our environment. Uh, why should it take place here? And and uh, these companies come in and... Uh, destroy our pristine uh, salmon stocks and uh, so we I'm really pleading with with Chief Brendan Mitchell to hear the people of Bergio and and at least please come down before he makes any decision uh, to come down and hear our voice. Okay, Greg. Well, uh, thanks very much uh, for speaking us uh, to us about that uh, meeting on Wednesday night. Thank you very much. Thank you, Glenn. Greg James, former chief of Burgio First Nation. And that's it for the program. Allison Baker is the producer of Mi'kmaq Matters. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for the latest Mi'kmaq news and views. I'm Glenn Wheeler. I'm Sunokabah.